Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Hey there, buddy. Don't forget, there's plenty of Last Podcast Network merch available over on lastpodcastmerch.com. We got shirts for all of your favorite shows like... Wizard of the Bruiser and Page 7 and No Dogs in Space and of course plenty of stuff for Last Podcast on the left. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com Thank you! Your own brain. Ha ha ha. I am the monster that lies deep. No Godzilla, no King Kong can beat the monster in your own brain. Look at me giving you symbols of elevators falling. Oh, you feel confused. You feel sad. Are you in hell? Are you in your own personal mind hell? It's me, your nightmares. Don't, 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 don't. Wake up. <laughs> what was that last song that you just uh, tried to emulate? I made it up. You made da, 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 da. some heavy metal. <laughs> it almost sounded like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> kind of. Which, when my dad passed, I watched that movie to calm down. Oh yeah. And um, did not calm down. No, no. I mean, I obviously Mortal not. Kombat. I do shit like it's that. Like my dad's dead. <laughs> I went to I went to my friend's mom's funeral, and then I came home and ate. I drove eight hours back home. This is back in college. So Eddie was driving a car. I was driving a car. Wow. My Kia Sophia. You drove a Kia? Yes. I cannot picture you in a Kia until some shitty chick wrecked it. Oh. Oh, you, you? She borrowed the car. No, she didn't borrow the car. She stole your car. She did not steal my car. We were driving on a long road trip, just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "If you get tired, I could take over. I do chick shift." And I'm like, "I'm fine." And then like, but it was like a six hour drive, so she kept bringing it up. She kept bringing it up. It's like an hour from the house. I was like, "Fine, you want to drive? You can drive." Fifteen minutes. She pulls into the medium and flips my car three times. Whoa! You were in the car. Yeah, we were in the car, and you survived. That's the most important I, thing. We, I did survive, but I was furious because I was fine. 
and she made me let her drive. Wow. How do you flip a car in a medium? I guess she was on the highway. She got, yeah, we were on the highway and then she got in the medium and the grass was wet. And then I guess she turned the wrong way and then she flipped it on its side. So like I was like on my side and she was like hanging above me. Luckily she had her belt on. Jeez. And then she was, she started crying and I was like, you don't cry. <laughs> I was like, no crying now. You wreck the car. You crying won't help. You cry later. And she just stopped. <laughs> just like, <laughs> I must stop the tears. Yeah, that's why I don't drive. I was thinking of that today when I was taking the subway and some strange man was trying to make a pass at me. That is kind of like having a car accident. You know what I mean? <laughs> when someone's like, what'd you smell like? I want to follow you. Like, that's like a car accident of the subway. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it really happens. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Everybody says they're a great driver. And if everybody's such a great driver, how come the safest way to travel is 30,000 feet in the air? Yeah. Why are people so scared of fucking airplanes when cars are the goddamn killing thousands of people a year? Bullets. They're just bullets. They really are. I I get so mad when people speed. If you speed and you're listening to this, I'm mad at you. (laughs) I fucking hate that shit. It drives me crazy. You're putting all of our lives in danger so you can get a little bit faster, a little bit further. You fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. I know a lady who is um, related to me. I won't give her name, but she loves speeding. And anybody who doesn't speed, she calls them a pussy. Mm -hmm. And um, if we weren't related, I would tell her that she is in fact a bitch. A demon. A demon. Speed demon. (laughs) (laughs) What are y'all, a bunch of pussies? Come on now. And just like goes 120. Yeah. No, it drives me crazy. People drive like you're going 10 over and there's someone behind you fucking flashing their lights at you like a piece of shit. Like you're not already speeding. Awful. I go go nine over the speed limit. This is back when I drove. Nine over the speed limit. And then you're doing great. And no no cop will give you a ticket. And you're going fast enough for everyone else. You're still going faster than you should. The speed limit's there for a goddamn reason. Yes, it is. They're fucking calculating deaths on the road every year. Also, I got to say, I'm sorry if you know someone that this happened or whatever. Can we stop with the white bicycles? On the side of the road. Oh, like, with the flowers. It's, it's, it's so distracting. You know, like I'm already driving. I was so to think of a fucking ghost of a child on a bicycle right there. It's like, can't, can't the memorial be where they were born or somewhere they loved going? Not just like at the spot of their death. It's um, so morbid to me. Remember people with kind thoughts and happy thoughts. Not yeah. the time when they were screaming until they choked on their own blood. I know, not there. I tell you where my bicycle's going to be. Raising Cane's chicken fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Put a little white bicycle in me right there. Mm. Where they got that Texas toast. <laughs> God, I see my version of Raising Cane was Guthrie's. Mm. Guthrie's chicken fingers. But I love that gut sauce. And I've had Raising Cane and the sauce is very similar. It's not exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. But it is very similar. I love that Guthrie's chicken fingers. So good. I saw a fight break out in Raising Cane's, and that chicken is so good, nobody stopped. Oh, yeah. Nobody stopped eating. No, why would you? No, he's like, y'all, y'all stop it now. Come on. Yeah, hey, come on. Not, not in front of the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. And you know what? Because nobody tried to stop it or record it, they stopped fighting within like two seconds. I think like 90% of fights are, is show. Yeah. It's just showing off. Yeah, you just uh, you just go anywhere and start screaming world star and everyone will stand up and look, <laughs> look in your direction. <laughs> I was on the New York subway once late at night, like 4 a.m., kind of late, mm-hmm. you know, drunk. 
And these two dudes, they start kind of pushing each other. And I can see it. I can see that dude gaze where they're just like, they can't back down, yeah. you know? And I just yell out. I was like, we all got work in the morning. I love that. That is the most, that is, I've seen that. Uh, not from you, but like, I've seen that situation yeah. where two people are fighting and everyone's like, we got places to be. Yeah. Cause I don't want to stop the subway and get out and they got to wait for another train. It's the G train for God's sakes. It's going to come in another 40 minutes. I'm going to be an old woman when this train comes. I have work and they stop fighting. Yeah. No, they're like, she's right. She's right. I'm, I'm, I'm not sorry. And not, you know, maybe I'll catch you in the street, but <laughs> it's all show. Speaking of which, if you dream about a car mm-hmm. and if you dream about a car, that's like going out of control. That means your life. You feel that your life is out of control i personally believe uh dreams are your like every day you see all of this stuff in the world it's kind of too much for your brain to process yes so your dreams are like a soup where your subconscious processes it and your nightmares are super important because your nightmares is where your body is saying this is important so you never like you know when you like explain your nightmares to somebody it's never really that scary it's your body saying you have to pay attention to this and the reason you wake up from nightmares like in the middle of the night is because your body is saying wake up and pay attention to this some, yeah, I agree with that. I think so. But other times it's just, you know, you got too fucked up and you ruined your brain and it's just, it's fighting you. It's fine. Yeah, it doesn't help that every night I go to sleep, I listen to uh, these scary stories. <laughs> Before, but I mean, yeah, I do the same <laughs> shit. I'll watch like a band of brothers and it's just like dudes fucking destroying each other. Yeah. yeah you know, like killing Nazis and people's legs falling off. And I wonder why I'm like having horrible war dreams. <laughs> just torturing my own brain. Yes. I like uh, Dark Selmium. He's a YouTube guy. It's like a Foley art. So you listen to this and then the woman opened the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I heard I like um <laughs> If you ever, if you're listening to this and you dig it, listen to the Feed the Pig. That's a really good one. Mm. Um, How to Survive Hell. Love it. And um, what's it? Time travel isn't what you think it is. What? It isn't what you think it is. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and um, How I Became God. Those are really good ones. Ah, yes. The autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you how I became God. <laughs> Let me tell you how I, this is the audio book, how I became God. I, I filled out some applications. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, would you like Mars? I was like, I'd like a little more responsibility than that. <laughs> now, you're religious. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you this. Do you think God is God of Earth or is God God of the entire universe? The whole shebang. The whole shebang. The whole deal. Okay. Where did God come from? That's a great question. No one knows. Something had to have made God. If God exists, something would have had to have made God. Well, maybe God is always here. Maybe he's always been here or mm-hmm. she or they or I don't it, I don't think God has a gender. No, of course it doesn't have a gender. It's weird. I always found that Genders weird. Genders hold you back. Genders hold you back. <laughs> I found it so weird in church when pastors were like, God is all powerful and he is a man. And I'm like, but wait. No, because men aren't all powerful. We no. got this horrible fucking thing between our legs that makes us make horrible decisions. <laughs> <laughs> I always found that to be so weird that there was this like hierarchy and like women were to be below men, but wait, what? 
Yeah. And why does Mary have to be a virgin? You know, because it makes her more pure. Like, she should have been fucking. She should have been fucking. (laughs) Well, Mary fucked after Jesus. Yeah, she she had had other kids. Yeah, she had other kids. I hope she had an orgasm. Mary deserves an orgasm. She owed it to Joseph sitting there letting God fucking fill her up and just be like, all right, I'll take care of the kid. But, you know, (laughs) we got to have one of my own, you know. I know. Joseph, the ultimate cuck. <laughs> I saw who did she say? Oh yeah, happy Easter. Mm. Uh, <laughs> happy Easter. Did you do anything? Did you paint any eggs? No, I wanted to like us all to have an Easter egg hunt, but uh, I don't think it worked out. When I was a kid, not a kid in college, when I was selling drugs, much different. I uh <laughs> me and my buddy, we we uh got it, we got we did an Easter egg hunt. We had an Easter party at our house. I had one of my cook buddies cook and while he was cooking, we filled like a bunch of eggs with like drugs and money and like all you know, like like ten like five not ten, but like five awful eggs. Like one had like pudding in it and the oh. other one had like, you know, just garbage, you know, just awful stuff. But then like we were selling lots of weed. So like we took like an ounce of weed and spread it amongst the eggs. And then like we put like one of them had like a hundred dollar bill in it and like Ooh. another one had a little blow, another one had like some like Xanax and another one had like and then of course like the guy who doesn't do any drugs found all the weed and then he I I all I'll never forgive you for this Dan Weiss I know you don't listen but I'll never he, he sold it back to everyone else he sold it he sold it all right Mr. Weiss yeah 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 no we we fucking we we put the weed and the eggs for the party for us to all get started we gave up the weed and then he sold the weed we gave up because he found the most eggs. Wow. And people willingly were like, here's 10 bucks. Yeah. Get the fuck out. Because it was cheaper than yours. It was a budget thing. And oh, I was furious about that. That's bad. Yeah. I was like, I fucking bought all the booze. I bought all the food. I, I put out the Easter eggs. And you're going to sell the weed? You no. give it away. Or trade. <laughs> trade. 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 I'll allow trade. Trade. Trade is the, you know, new way of going. It's weird. Those little things that stick with you. I was complaining about this right before mm-hmm. we started. I was just like, it's like something I've already like forgiven and gotten over. And then like, it'll just creep back into your brain and just like poison you a little bit. You'll get mad at someone that you haven't even like been mad at or thought about in months or years. And then it's just... It's so bad for you. The brain is a powerful thing. We know more about space than we know about our brain. Oh, absolutely. And there's more connections in your brain Mm -hmm. than there are stars in the sky. Really? Yeah. How is that possible? I don't fucking know. (laughs) I don't know. But there's more like connections in your brain. So then that's the least of the question. Like, is your brain the universe? I love that. Is is That's a are great question. stars just a giant brain? Don't listen to this on acid. Do- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is your brain the universe? Oh, fuck. Oh no. Well, you create your own universe. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people they just dwell in a certain mindset, and they're just like everybody's thinking like this. I'm like, no, I'm having a great day. No, you got poo poo brains. <laughs> you got the bad juice floating yeah. around. Yeah. And that's, you know, I guess the the precipice of this whole podcast is like everybody has a bad day. Shit fucking happens all the time. Yeah. But to just 
take a minute and be like, how can I glean something good from this? How can I make this benefit me? Yeah. Actually, I'm real happy we're talking about nightmares today because like I had a bad day. Yeah. And like, and it's just like, it's nice to come in here, kind of vent a little bit and Please. try to, and, and force myself to stay positive for one hour. We one can, hour. After this, we can go get stoned and we can bitch. But for one hour. We got to be positive. I tell you, this morning I woke up, I cried. Yeah. Hours. Oh, God, that happened to me the other day because of a nightmare. We'll get into that later. We'll get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this was like directly related to a nightmare. I'll go mm -hmm. ahead. I'll share the nightmare. No, let's share it. Let's share it. Let's start. We could jump around. Who gives, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? show. Yeah. So I had this nightmare where I invited this guy into my house who tortured me. Oh, my God. And he was just torturing, torturing. And then I run outside. I'm telling everybody. And like, nobody cares. He And then he, I wake up and he kills me. Right. And I wake up out of my dream. And I'm like, oh, my God. So you died in your dream? I, I woke. Actually, in my dream, I woke up to him operating a bone saw. Whoa! Yeah, and then that's I, so crazy. He was crazy. Yeah. So it was like blood flying everywhere. And I shit? just saw the the bone saw go here, and I woke up. And, ah, 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 oh I God, know. that's so much. It's a lot, and I think because I was letting, I was not over a human being, mm -hmm. and then I was literally letting somebody in my house, aka my spirit, yeah, who is torturing me. Yes. So I should not. I just don't let him in. Yeah. Yeah, or at least get rid of the bone saw. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know why you still have it. Block him, get rid of the bone saw. I don't know. But, yeah, it was a bad trip, man. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I've been crying, crying, crying. And he's just doing A-OK. -okay. It's also hard in COVID because you literally can't touch somebody. Yeah. You can't. And human beings are social creatures that require touch. So here comes somebody who we can touch. And also in my house, we have this rule of, like, you have your person. Here's your one person. And um, so, you know, there was that. And um, I was betrayed. Ah, God, we got to get you a male prostitute. I don't know. They're so, you know, they, you can trust them because, you know, they're gay. And <laughs> <laughs> it's always, it's a lot of like, just do more work on yourself. I've been doing so much work on myself. Yeah, I got to do some other work. I know. Too much work on myself. Oh, amen. Amen. I, a, I had my first bad uh, therapy appointment. Uh-oh. I was just like, it, it became an inconvenience. It was like, I was so busy. And I had so much shit to do. And like, now I got to stop what I'm doing and talk about my fucking problems for mm. an hour. We're like, that's, so that's an hour less work I'm doing. And then when I get out of it, I'm still stewing in my head about my fucking problems, which I already buried deep in my fucking body to get some work done. <laughs> <laughs> well, doing work to cover your problems, that's like a pile of dirty laundry on your bed, and then you just put the blanket over it. Yeah, but sometimes you got to make that money. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, Lord knows I just do a bunch of work to cover up my problems all the time. Oh, that's, that's uh, nothing's more American. <laughs> oh man just crying through your yeah. taxes <laughs> oh we got till may 15th by the way that's wonderful so take your time take your time relax oh, the they gave us an extra us month oh good thank you daddy government thank you thank you for not stealing from me a month earlier <laughs> i was contemplating i was like do we even pay our fucking taxes this year like the government fucked us over but we're all getting the vaccines i don't know i don't know what to think yeah yeah well the vaccine isn't necessarily being covered by the government it's being covered by uh the the companies that are making it and our insurance companies all right rock and roll i got mine for free oh yeah do you have insurance no Amber, 
We got to make sure you have insurance. What happens if you get hit by a bus? Oh, yes. I have covered California. Oh, so. okay. Yes. So, so, no, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the same thing. Yeah. I got, I got, I got we'll, we'll keep you alive, but it's going to be a big bill. It's a lot. I've always been confused about insurance. I'm like, so I pay you every month, so then I pay you less if I get hurt? I don't get it. No. I'm always on the side of like, if I get hit by a bus, knock on what I don't. Um, I can haggle with the doctors. I'm going to haggle. I'm going to pay in cash. And they're going to be like, that'll be 10 grand. They'll be like, what if I give you five grand in cash? You know, you, they won't do the cash thing. I think they will. But you could do the, you're not getting your money. And hopefully they don't sue you type deal, which yeah. is I, which I pulled off once. And so that was nice. And he was like, you're getting some from here. You don't need mine, too. No. I, it was like, you, you don't need to drag me through the mud. Also haggle. You can haggle with the doctors, which is a weird thing to say in America, a first world country, but you can haggle. I haggle all the time. Maybe that's the sad thing. How do you haggle? Um, They wheeled me in a hallway and I said, hey guys, you, they wanted lots of money from me. And I said, hey guys, you just like wheeled me in a hallway and left me there. I'm not going to pay you this. I'll pay you half. Yeah. I'll pay you half of that because you gave me brain scans. So you obviously had to like click the on button or whatever yeah and they they accepted it <laughs> so that's my lesson anyway. listeners always negotiate so um the brain scans um. <laughs> <laughs> i had a panic attack this is right when i moved to new york city okay in new york city versus small town louisiana mm -hmm. two different places i'm like working 10 jobs i'm not sleeping it's a whole different place you know it's new york right yeah. it's a different spot i can't breathe i can't breathe for three days Wow. My chest hurts and I'm like something. I'm like delirious. You know, when you have the pain and it keeps happening for a day, mm -hmm. you get like your brain's fuzzy. Yes. So I go and I get past triage pretty easy because I'm just like laughing and I'm like, I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah. My chest hurts. I can't. And like, I'm just like a man, like a crazy woman. Yeah. So they um, admit me right through and they just do all scans on my brain, my chest, everything. And they were just like, we don't know. They they called me a, um, I heard the nurses say I was a hypochondriac because they couldn't find anything wrong with me. Yeah. That's the thing. People always think, and granted, praise be to the doctors and people in the medical field, but they're people too. Yeah. You know, sometimes no, they sure. don't know what the problem is. Yeah. And sometimes the panic attack can also disguise itself to the person having it as something else oh yeah you know, there's been uh like i've talked about on the show before but a panic attack i had once i thought i was having a heart attack yeah when i was when i was just having a panic attack so like thank god it was just a panic attack but it still fucking threw me through a fucking roof you don't know what's going on yeah and um I, i've actually had a nightmare i'll tell you one of my nightmares that led to a panic attack and i didn't know it until like I went and thought back on it like eight years later. Oh, and this was when I was in college. I uh, it was like a sleep paralysis thing, and uh, I woke up and I saw what I thought. I mean, I'm in Tallahassee, so obviously this doesn't even make sense. Florida far, ghost. Yeah, it was a ghost in a full like suit of armor, standing at the edge of my bed, just saying the word Lord over and over again. It was like, Lord, 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 Lord. Whoa. Like, and it was fucking, I couldn't move. And I was just like stuck to my bed and I didn't know if I was dreaming or if I was having a panic attack, but I was like definitely awake and seeing this image. And like, if it was a ghost, it doesn't necessarily make sense 
because why would someone in full armor die in America? No. So that, 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 that makes no sense. That's a London ghost. So yeah, exactly. That, that ghost doesn't belong here. So as far as I know, ghosts don't travel the ocean. And so, no. uh, so it's like, obviously this is like a nightmare sleep paralysis demon that's like fucking with me. And then like, I can't move. I'm stuck in my bed. Just Lord, 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 Lord. And then all of a sudden, this insane banging just like on the wall just like kept going for like 10 minutes like real ass crazy loud fucking banging on the uh. walls and this guy and I'm like and I'm just stuck there and then finally it all just like gone and and then it turns out like the next day I think a panic attack I was having or like a sleep paralysis thing I was having was combined with my neighbors who were I, Ukrainian volleyball, women's volleyball players on the Florida state team. And they were, I found out that they had been crying and screaming for days because their scholarship was up and they had to go back to the Ukraine. They couldn't stay in America. And so I think she was the one screaming Lord and banging on the walls because we shared a wall like Whoa. my bedroom and her bedroom shared a wall yeah so i think she literally was screaming lord 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 over and over again and banging the walls and then at the same time as my sleep paralysis panic attack and it was just like a fucking soup of nightmares Whoa. that just like existed in my brain and i couldn't move and and then i then went i didn't realize it was sleep paralysis until we did our sleep paralysis episode like five or six years ago early on yeah yeah and so and and then when we did that episode i was like oh fuck that happened to me and then now and it all like came back because a lot of these like bad dreams and like shit like that i won't know i had them when i wake up but something will happen and they'll just fucking snap in my brain and i'll be like oh shit that thing tortured me months ago or years ago that's what that was and now i know and like so and now like I, you can help realize your fears in a weird Ooh, way wow but, yeah but that's but now i've gotten a little better i feel like i've gotten more control of my nightmares i still get them don't get me wrong but they're not as often i used to have lots and lots and lots of like just incredibly violent dreams really yeah and just like way too much lots of like not me necessarily killing anybody and i'll contradict that in 10 minutes but it's a lot of like me watching like friends of mine die and like family members die or family members kill other family members or someone accidentally kills somebody and then we have to like hide the body and then they find it and then i gotta go turn myself in the prison and like i feel like it's real and so when i wake up i'll just be like okay i guess i'm gonna go to uh, the police station now and <laughs> turn myself in and then I'll, I'll sit down and i'll sit at the side of the bed and kind of breathe through it through a second it's like none of that was real none of that was real none of that was real i'm Ooh. fine everything's okay i'm just playing tricks on myself and it's just like damn it's like and it just happens it just happens it's, you know it's like, was this in florida this happens you during know, your whole this, life yeah this that like the waking up and thinking I got to go to jail has been happening like ever since I've like gone over 18. What? Maybe that started after I went to jail for the first time. Because then you experience now you know what it is and like you don't ever want to go there again. Yeah. 
Um, do you, cause usually those kind of like helplessness dreams, nightmares, they translate to being helpless in the real world. And I know like, you know, both of us come from this very chaotic sort of background and like, how are we here? I don't know. Um, and you had football a lot growing up. So you're used to the violence. Like that's yeah. kind of inbred in your brain. Not to mention whatever fucking brain damage it caused. Absolutely. So it's just this feeling of out of control, but the way you grasp control is with violence. Yeah, I guess so. I don't like that though. No. I don't feel like I, like I'm, I'm used to be violent. I was all, that's the other part of it. Before, when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, I was violent. I got into a lot of fist fights, you know, and and it was just like way too much. You know, I got, before I was in high school, I probably got into like 30 fights, you wow. know, throughout middle school. Like I just, that was what we did on the weekend. We went out to the mall and we picked fights and we got into fights and like, it's not something I'm proud of. Your father encouraged fights also, right? So did my mother. Because both of them had to grow up fighting because yeah. they grew up in Newark and Elizabeth, New Jersey, where respectively, if you didn't fight, then there was something wrong with you. And so like the rule in my house was I was allowed to get into any fight that I wanted to as long as I didn't start it. So oh, or okay. throw the first punch, throw the first punch was the, what it was the word verbiage. That's a good rule because you also got to stand up for yourself. I remember growing up, people would fight me a lot and I wouldn't fight back. And my parents, they would literally say, like, you have to fight back. Yeah. You have to. Well, when I was a kid, I got beat up twice before I ever realized that I could fight back. And then my grandfather you know, he explained to me, he's like, yes, you, do you understand how fucking big you are? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, and then I, I got into a couple of fights and then it like, and then it got me like kind of rageful, you know? And I, and like one of my best friend growing up, uh, well, I had a couple best friends, but like you know, the, the one I was closest to, the one I saw every day, he was a little rage monster. And so he kind of sparked my rage and I sparked his rage. And then we'd just go out and fucking start shit and like kill frogs. Burn and, it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, I, rage is a disease. I mean, you spread it. Yes. And speaking of your neighbor. We've seen it this year. We've seen it this year. And speaking of your neighbor who's like pounding on the wall, human beings, we like our emotions and how we're feeling. You ever like someone walks into a room, like say you're at a party or in a room full of like a few people and someone mm. walks in and they've been having a bad day, you can feel their bad oh, day absolutely. before they even say anything. Well, that's what just happened with us. Yeah. We were just like, you had a bad day today, didn't you? Yeah. You're like, yes. And I was like, me too. It was a fucking nightmare. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but this makes our day better. Yes, absolutely. You kidding me? And like, you, you had that and it's very important. Like we're blessed that we discovered this by accident eight years ago or whenever the fuck that we wanted to do a positivity podcast and we get to spread that but like you know not everyone has that most you know i would say 99.9 percent .9 of people in america don't have a uh positivity a podcast <laughs> yes <laughs> or even just a good friend i recommend like if you're listening to this if you're having a bad day reach out to somebody yeah and like and it and you don't even it, honestly it something I do that, you know, it works for me. It probably, it doesn't work for everybody, but I wear my shit on my sleeve. You know, if I got yeah. something bother me, I'll fucking tell my Uber driver. I don't yeah. give a shit. 
You know, like, and sometimes telling a complete stranger is way easier than telling someone you're close to. Absolutely. Because they can look at it objectively. Yeah. And, and they, yeah. And they only want to help you, you know? And so it's just, you know, it's, it's important. And I think also for those of you who are Uber drivers, I'm sure you've heard a shit ton of shit. Therapists. Yeah. Therapists on wheels. Yeah. And it, <laughs> they're just trying to just get from place to place. <laughs> And not have road rage. Oh my God, please stop talking, woman. Like every, I'm sure every person in the back is like, and then he broke up with me. (laughs) Every single person. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support so you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Now, sometimes, though, I will say, I kind of wrote this in one of my jokes, and I'll, I'll tell the joke before I, I have the, we have can the do thought. The jokes whenever we want. I uh, said, uh, having a nightmare is better than having a good dream, because at least when I wake up, I wake up relieved instead of saddened by reality. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's uh, that's just not real. Yeah. <laughs> well, <sighs> oh, God. Well, nightmares are a, um, they're a mirror to reality. I'll share another one of my nightmares, mm-hmm. um, and it's sticks with me this was years ago in new york city i dreamed that i was in this haunted house and i opened the door and i myself am in a room and i'm looking at myself sitting in a chair sawing off my legs Ah. and laughing whoa i'm just like like not like with that's terrifying and just laughing like contagiously wow and then i like thought about it I thought about it. I like went into myself and I said, so I am in my nightmare. I am loving hurting myself. What am I doing that I'm loving hurting myself? And I was like, oh, I have been drinking far too much lately. Mm -hmm. I am. This is a way that I am killing myself and loving it. I'm essentially cutting my legs off with a saw and laughing when I go to the bar and spend a hundred dollars. Yes. So I just stopped doing that and uh, it stopped. I like it. It's tough. That's a way you night- analyze your nightmares. You know? I, I do, it, no, the problem with me is I forget them a lot of the time. I'll just wake up sweating and frantic. I'll be like, what was that? And then I won't know what it was. And then I can't even address the fucking problem. That's just some soup. There's some dark stuff going on. Well, keep a, keep a journal by your bed. Yeah, I should. I keep my computer by my bed. And every time I, I wake up and I write it down. That's interesting. I like that. Yeah. When the nightmare with the guy that I let in to torture me. Yes, let's go back to that. So my my character, quote unquote, in the dream was an older woman who was very wealthy and like closed off to people. So I think and a, a part of the nightmare, like a part of the character construct, because I only like said the nightmare just very like a, you mm-hmm. know, quick blip. But a part of the character construct was that I was like very closed 
cold, cut off from people, did not trust people. And I said, I need to reevaluate myself and maybe not be so closed off sometimes. Maybe like let people in, don't let them all in, but like, don't be such a cold hearted bitch. Not that I am. It's very uh, ghost of Christmas future of you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, How about another joke? Oh, you know, I mixed up my dream journal and my grocery list. Yeah. So here I am just in the produce section looking for my dead dad. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for laughing. That's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I used to get, um, we used to get, uh, if you eat too much meat before you go to bed, you get nightmares. Uh, So I have nightmares every night. Uh, <laughs> did you know about this though the meat mares no I used to get them me and Jackie used to get them when we lived together uh, at the time her uh, her ex-boyfriend Doug worked at a barbecue restaurant and he would always come home with all the leftover barbecue at like 2 o'clock in the morning and me and Jackie were inevitably were hammered oh yeah you know and so he'd come home with all this meat and then we would just like start eating brisket and chicken wings and fucking just like all this like pulled pork and all this shit and then we'd pass out and then have like the worst fucking nightmares ever <laughs> and then it wasn't for like a month and a half that we like like finally, like I just been like, man, all these nightmares. She's like, yeah, I've been having nightmares every night too. And then we like we slowly pieced it together that it was the late night meats That's it. that were giving us the fucking nightmares. Well, you eat the animal. The animal has dreams and hopes of its own, so you are consuming the fluid of this animal. So mm-hmm. you know, I truly believe when you eat meat. When I do eat meat, which isn't that often, I try to have like higher quality meat. And I know that yeah. sounds really bougie of me to say. Not everybody can afford higher quality meat, but, but I, it helps. It helps. I usually just get vegetables, rice, whatever, fruits. But if I get meat, I, I've stopped doing the like dollar bin discount Can't. meat. No, 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 it's not good. It's not it. good. First no. of all, those are the animals that are getting the most abused. Oh yeah. You know, so you're you're helping that industry, and then on top of it, it's not high quality shit. No, it's nasty. I even like because I always get like boxed mac and cheese, frozen yeah. pizzas when I go to the grocery, alongside of the healthy food stuff because I'm not gonna eat healthy every time. No, and you need emergency food. Absolutely. But one time I got a frozen pizza, and I only now get it just cheese or vegetables. Mm-hmm. But I used to just get meat on the frozen pizzas. I got a little sausage. It had a coarse hair in it. Fuck that. Like somebody just pushed a boar into a chipper. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah, there was probably some toenails in there and all kinds of other shit. Nasty. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, anything that was loved tastes better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I, and here's a controversial opinion. I don't like meat on pizza. I like vegetables on my pizza. I like mushrooms. I like spinach, basil, onions. Yeah. You know, maybe sometimes a tomato or eggplant's great on pizza, but like sausage and pepperoni, I don't know, there's something about it. It just like makes me like sick kind of. It's a lot. Well, pizza's already a lot. And this is my California self saying, you know, um, it's cheese, it's sauce, it's bread. It's a lot going on. And now you throw throwing meat on there. Yeah. Especially if you're doing like a Chicago style pizza. 
Too oh, much. the thick ass those Too fuckers much. with their all their with all their bullshit. No, I I one time split a personal Chicago pizza with somebody. That's how deep. That's how much it is. It's just so thick. <sighs> it's a cake. It's yeah. It's a cake. It's a pizza cake. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. These fucking thick neck Chicago bastards. Oh my god. You guys, if I lived in that town, I'd be dead. They all they do is just drink IPAs. All those Polish fuckers, they don't know what's going on. I'm Polish, so I get to say it. And they, like I go there and like, yeah, have some alert. It tastes horrible. What's the, the worst traditions? Why are we doing it? Yeah, you don't have to do this to yourself. Yeah, maybe if you were drinking alert, the Cubs would have won more than once in the past hundred years. <laughs> I'm saying this because I have been in this cycle, but it's the cycle of like hating yourself. It's hard to break. Mm-hmm. It's hard to just be like, you know what? I'm gonna have some broccoli. I'm going to love myself and work out today. That is such a hard thing to do. But if you're just like drinking Malort's and screaming and eating chicken wings all day, that's just going to keep going, baby. And then you get up the next morning, you're going to want to drink again. They're so aggressive, like in the afternoon in Chicago. Too much. And it's just like, it's like, wait, I remember I was there last Valentine's Day and I was drinking in the afternoon with my buddy Cap. I love you, Cap. I'm sorry. I missed Vegas. But. I was bumped into this dude at the bar and I was like, excuse me. And he turned around and he's like, what the fuck did you just say? And I was like, I said, excuse me, you fucking brick. You know, like, <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's too much. It's like, what are you trying to fight me for? I said, excuse me. And then it was just like, oh, I don't know. I'm sorry. He's like, Jesus. What, are you, what, what was, uh, you know, what was it? also like, thank God I was big. If I was small, he probably wouldn't have given a fuck. Yeah. You know, like, so, oh, so aggravating. These testosterone filled motherfuckers. Yeah, too much. I had a guy in California, but he was from Chicago. He was screaming at me on the street. He was a friend of my ex many mm-hmm. years ago. And he asked me, he said, like, do you think the Louis C.K. case is as important as the Bill Cosby case? And I said, no, but it deserves, or something like, no, but we should still look at it and see what's that. He started screaming so hard at me on the streets that other people stopped and they, like men stopped him and they said, dude, stop it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. What are you doing? Don't ask questions you don't want answers to. You know, I don't know. I can't look that guy in the eyes. And a big reason why I, I broke up with my ex of many years ago is because mm-hmm. he was still friends with this guy. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we're going to go hang out with him on 4th of July. Let's go. And I was like, I don't like this guy. I don't like that he screamed at me on the streets. And he's like, who cares? That's aggravating. Yes, it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I have all these like, <laughs> I'm so it's sorry. It's what we were talking about earlier. It's stuff that it creeps back in your brain after, back. after you've already, you know, kind of got over it, you know, and it's like, and it's over now. It's, it's something over. that will never happen again in a million years. No. But like, what? why do we relive shit that we shouldn't relive? It's just your brain processing it again. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, and like sometimes you tell the stories to other people and they're like, well, I would have yelled back. And I'm like, well, sometimes. Well, you don't know what you're going to do. Every situation's different. Yeah. In the moment, I'm half the time, I'm just like, what? I'm processing it. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. Also, sometimes it's like someone you respect. So you don't even understand that it's happening. Yeah. He's I'm a like, funny guy. I trusted him. I was like, you're a really funny stand up. And I was like, why is this person screaming i don't get it because well, they're probably facing their own fucking problem absolutely he has his own nightmares yeah so you know he was trying to fight he was trying to justify the louis ck thing to be his own uh you know relating it to his own fucking problems and yeah. then and then when he realized that that needed to be looked at then that meant his own problems need to be looked at and so 
that's probably where that all came from. They don't. So many people who never go to therapy need therapy so much. I had no idea that I needed it. Yeah. I always, my whole life, I was like, I don't need therapy. You know, because one time a therapist told me I didn't need therapy. Wow. You know, and so like, and so it was just like, I don't need therapy. I'm fine. I'm a happy-go-lucky guy. And I am, you know, for the most part, you know, every once in a while you wake up with some demons. We've all faced traumas in our life. And then it wasn't until like at the end of my first meeting when I unloaded all my traumas that my therapist was like, listen, you've got a history of trauma that you have not addressed. Lord, 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 Lord. (laughs) That's why your nightmares are so violent. Yeah. And so it's, uh, I'm glad it's been great. And like as much shit as I talked about it earlier, you know, for every time that it's aggravating, it's been great, you know, the other six times. So, yeah, I'm, you know, obviously I'm going to stick with it, but you know, it's weird to go and not have an agenda because a lot of people go to therapy because they want to stop something they're doing or they want to address some kind of depression. I'm just like going as like preventative, you yeah. know, like almost. You, you don't want to get a gun and shoot your wife. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, Julie, I love you. <laughs> well, you know, you didn't tell me to do it. You told me not. Don't to. do it. Yes. Um, <laughs> you want to hear a joke? Okay. Uh, I like nightmares. Nightmares, they're kind of just like free horror movies. <laughs> Who do I trust to scare me the most? Bloomhouse or the prison that is my own mind? (laughs) I'm never going to go to the movies and see my naked mother trying to stab me because my room isn't clean. Oh, my God. I'm never going to see my high school football coach's rock hard barking cock on television. That shit lives in my brain. (laughs) Barking cock? I'm picturing the hole. DMX style, the whole of the dick. Oh, is- DMX, <laughs> we're all rooting for you, buddy. Uh, I love DMX. Uh, yeah, no man, that man. I'll tell you what, singing along to DMX when I was a kid said some words I shouldn't have said. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> You're a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say anything you do before twenty-five, you get a, a clean slate. I think honestly, if you don't know it's wrong, you get like one like newspaper to the nose yeah and then you know don't do that again and then now you know now you know you know like if you do it again you're fucked yeah yes and this is coming i don't know i might be wrong here let me know but i feel like if somebody has if they do something wrong and they say they they give a genuine apology not this like i'm sorry i hurt your feelings bullshit but this whole like i've looked into what i've said and what i've done i realize that's wrong because of xyz yeah then they should be allowed back in the group also like yeah that what's the point of punishment if you're not allowed to ever be a human again. Yeah, because now if you are sort of the judge and executioner, now you've become just like them. Yeah. Also, sometimes, you know, obviously there's some crimes that shall never be forgiven. Oh, yeah. Murder. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Murder, rape. That's kind of, you know, you, know, you, you guys see him. Um, you fuck yourself. Like, I, I, I could never like you. No. But uh, at the same time, it, you know, they're going to get out of jail someday and we don't want them to do it again. No. So, you know, and. and and making them feel like they are horrible and they that no one loves them, what do you think they're going to do? Well, that's why, you know, prisons are like pri- privately funded. People make money. So, of course, they're not going to be given skills. Or out quick. Yeah, out quick and like being a better person. They should be able to visit their family. Oh, my God. 
or at least be able to call them without it costing more money than they make. Yeah. Like that's crazy. We they, it should be free calls to your family from jail. Why does it cost anything? We Skype is free. Let them fucking Skype. Let them call their mothers. Yes. They should have like the the every, family members and like one or two like non-criminal friends yeah. <laughs> that they can message. Yeah. And you know, a call cuz like God forbid their families wouldn't hate them for not being there when they got out of prison. Another different subject for a different different subject. Yeah, the prison system is uh, it should not. There are so many things because I I look at the world and I'm like, I, there I, I don't like how a lot of this is. Like I don't like the social credit score. Why are we this way? And yeah, it's just been all this, it does is keep the poor down. All it does. That's all the credit score shit does. Oh, you have a bad credit score. You can't have a home. You're not allowed to rent an apartment. Go be homeless because you're poor. Like, and you've made mistakes in the past. I hate that shit. I hate it. And then have people shit on you and be like, well, you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. And I'm like, it's so hard to find a place to live. I can't even afford boats. (laughs) Much less the straps to fucking pull up. What's going on? And of course, if you're homeless, I mean, when I was homeless, I like, I made sure that I didn't um, be free in my brain, I guess. Like yeah. I didn't do the drugs or anything, but I can see I can because I was like, I have to find a place. But I can see because I knew once I started down that path, it's not stopping. Yeah, it's and not stopping. We, and we've talked about this on the show before. I've been homeless twice in my life and I didn't know I was homeless. Yeah. Until like a decade later or like a couple of years later. And I look back and I'm like, oh, shit, I was homeless. Yeah, I had nowhere to go. I had no hope. Yeah. <laughs> it's just because um your brain has to process um it can only process so much. And I think that's a big reason why I I I, I wrote a free writing thing the other day just for my brain. Mm-hmm. And a big reason I do believe in God is because I've been in so many like harrowing situations. <laughs> you know, and I've like prayed and prayer worked. Uh, it, they, the things I prayed for didn't happen when I wanted, yeah. but they happened. Mm-hmm. I literally prayed for, when I was homeless, I prayed for um, birds and making art and sunshine. That's I said, beautiful. I want these things. Yeah. And then the other day I was like writing on my computer and I looked around and I was like, oh my God. Your room's covered in pictures of birds. It's covered in birds. <laughs> yeah. Not not to mention that like, you know, you have a good backyard and they're I've seen them. They're out there. They're they're chirping away. Yeah. And you got plenty of sunshine and open space. You got a front porch and a back porch. Yeah. You know, and you can chill out by that old pizza oven that doesn't work anymore. <laughs> but which we should fix. We should I don't know how to fix it. I will we'll call up a handy person. And uh, if you know how to fix an outdoor pizza oven. Give us a shout out, um, and you know, so you've improved your life, and yeah. and like, and I've done the same. And I think also, like, I can't help but think because this is all recent. I honestly can't help but think the bird thing has something to do with Kevin, because ever since Kevin passed, I've been collecting birds. I just bought three owls the other day and put them up in my house, Aww. and like, it's like three ceramic owls. Like, who am I? Am I going out buying ceramic owls? Like, what am I a fucking? <laughs> like a bag lady like it's so it's just you know so it's like ever since you know like but that's a good way to be you know it's like i have more friends because of that and like now i fucking appreciate birds for no reason not for no reason but like you know i think it's it's about taking the positives from the negatives absolutely you know and like granted i'd fucking i would step on a bird's face to bring back kevin but you know like (laughs) 
<laughs> I didn't think that's what Kevin would have wanted, but that's all right. All right. So let's talk about a couple nightmares. Oh, sure. Because I was going to tell you, like, to parlay in this is one of my nightmares. Great. Let's hear it. So when my grandfather passed away, I was not very close to him. Mm -hmm. And in fact, he was a very fearful kind of man in my life. Yeah. Um, my mother deliberately uh, would not let me be alone with him. He was a very, he was a preacher, he was a Southern Baptist preacher, right? Okay. Very religious man. And uh, he died. And a week later, I'm, I have this dream. I'm in bed and it's a room I've never been in in these like red satin sheets. And he comes to the door and he says, Amber, I want to let you know that heaven is what you make of it. And he moves his hand, he points his hand out and another door opens. I get out of bed, I walk outside, it's a beautiful day. Be I'm just like mm -hmm. walking down this road. And then I started having these negative thoughts in my head and then the sky started turning black and it, it felt very encroaching and very heavy and pushing down on me. Yeah. And then I woke up, I woke up immediately. And to this day, um, even though I am a Christian and I do believe in an afterlife, but I do believe, I do believe your brain and your mindset lives on. So if you have this like negative Nancy kind of life and you think everything is against you and you think like it's always wrong, it's always bad, then that is what's going to happen because that is your mindset. But if you train your brain in some way to think maybe it could be light, it could be positivity in some way. I know shit is falling around me, but maybe there's gold in these in these like crumbs that fall around me. Yeah. Then maybe you find heaven. I think that is heaven. Is your brain living on? Interesting. Yeah. I like that. And I don't did you think that everyone's brain gets to live on? I think so. Think Human so? beings, the more we study science, the more science kind of proves God. Um, uh, once energy is created, it cannot be stopped. Yeah. So your body dies, the energy's gone, quote unquote gone. Where does it go? Also, there's grams, there's this weight that leaves your body. And have you seen a dead body? Yes. They're not just sleeping. You know, this is a dead body. This is not a sleeping person. Yes. There's something missing, and that is a soul. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, there's uh, a, I will say, uh, I, I think I brought it up on the show before uh, when my dad died, uh, he like he just straight up changed colors. Yeah. You know, it was very slight, but he just straight up was a different color, you know? So it was just like, it was, that was bizarre. You're just like, okay. It was like, and when I saw my mom's body, I was just like, I didn't want to. The, but the the funeral director kind of made me. Didn't he like trick you into it or something? Yeah, or he like played ignorant or something. And I was furious at first, but like now I know he was right because like when I saw her, if I didn't see her, I would have expected to see her again. Yeah. Somewhere down the road or something like that. And then when I saw her, what her body had become, I was just like, ah, this is the last time it's I will different. see this, you yeah. know, like, and I won't ever see this again. You'll never see it again. Yeah. And so it, it was, it was very, it, it was, it was, it helped with the closure for sure. Cause like, you know, sometimes like, like you'll think like, you know, like I never think I see my mom somewhere, you know, like, but like Kev a couple times I've like 
you know, I've like looked over and be like, oh, is that? Oh, oh it's just some other dude. You know, <laughs> but like, it was just like, but it'll catch you sometimes. So, you know, and like, and so it's, I think it, that was good for me. But Kevin might be here. Your mom and dad might, I mean, I, they're around. Yeah. You know, they're souls. But I mean, this is what I believe. Believe what you want. Mm-hmm. But they're still here. Yeah. In some way. I was, uh, here's a nightmare I had. Speaking of talking about Kevin, I had a nightmare. This one's heavy. I was, I went to a comedy show. Everyone was like a big festival party show, you know, like all of our friends were doing sets and I go to the show and there's Kevin and Che on stage together, like doing jokes. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Kevin's gone. And then, uh, Kenny or Keith Lucas, I don't know which, uh, came up to me and they, they were like, they were like, oh, you know, that's Kevin. He's with us tonight, but he can't know that he's dead because if he finds out that he's dead, then he's going to be gone forever. And so like we, then they oh. got off stage and then we're all sitting around and we're having a party and we're having a great time. We're all laughing and shit and having a great time and laughing about some shit. And then uh, we and then I looked down at the table and Kevin's gone. And I was like, who the fuck said something? And I started flipping out and like going like, who told him? He's gone now. He's gone. You know, just all this shit. And then it was just, you know, that's all I remember. It was such a sad, crazy nightmare. Ooh, that's you know? heavy. Yeah, it's real heavy. But that might have been Kevin dropping in. I, I don't, mean, honestly, yeah. Yeah. It could have been. I don't know if this is real or not, or if I even, who knows? But yeah. sometimes if people passed away and they're in your dreams, that might actually be them. I think it's, personally, I think it's my mind playing tricks on me. And I kind of get mad at myself whenever that happens, because I'd rather just, if it, it was nice to have the moment in my dream when it was like us just chilling and shit, but also... It's just like I wake up sad for fucking a week. And then yeah. every time I talk about it, I feel like I'm going to break up. Oh, Ed, you know? yeah, you look sad. <laughs> you look sad. <laughs> oh, Betty. Yeah, so it's just like, you know, you get mad at myself because it's like, I ah, just move on. You know, like, get, you know, don't do that to yourself because it's just, I, but. But you're you remembering do? him. He's yeah. like Coco. <laughs> you're remembering him and yeah. Kevin would want to be remembered yeah you know I got pictures yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we're all gonna die someday and hopefully people will remember oh. and yeah you know one of these days they'll forget but I can't do anything to help that mm-hmm. no for sure uh, here's a funny uh, nightmare I got uh, I was in jail Mm-hmm. And I've been in jail for like three days now. And I have this vivid nightmare that I still like remember very vividly. And I'm with one of the people I got arrested with. It was a, a, a the lady. And we're in, we're driving around in like my friend's Jeep for some reason around our old neighborhoods. And we hear on the news that there's been an alien attack. And that the aliens are taking the play, there are like they're shape shifting into people and taking over their their thoughts and their minds 
And the only way you can tell is if it's an alien or a person is if their blood is green or red. If oh. their blood is green, then it's an alien. If their blood is red, then it, they're a human. So you got to spill the blood. Yeah. And so we run into one of our friends and they're acting weird. And so like, I, like we like, I forget how, but we like cut them somehow and they started bleeding green. Ooh. And so we had to like fucking kill our friend together and it was so heavy and we're just driving and like there's chaos everywhere. There's cars driving into houses. There's fucking helicopters with searchlights and we don't know what to do. And she was like, let's go see my mom. And her mom passed on by this point. And she's like, let's go see my mom. Let's go make sure she's okay. And then we get there and her mom's acting fucking weird as hell. And I was like, I don't know, too. I don't know what's going on. I think it's, I think your mom's an alien. I don't know what's going on. And then we fucking kill her and she starts bleeding red. Oh, so you just killed the regular mom. So we just killed the regular mom and she starts flipping out and she starts screaming. And then she starts like attacking me because I talked her into killing her mom and shit. And she's just screaming and I like have to get her attention. I'm like, stop it. We got to go. We got to get out of here. And then we get in the car and we take off. And then I fucking wake up in jail and I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just just in jail. <laughs> oh, thank God I'm in jail. <laughs> that wasn't real. I can just I will get out of here eventually. <laughs> Aliens didn't make me kill my friend's mom in front of her. Oh my god. <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. I heard that um, when you dream about a friend... Mm -hmm. If it's someone that you know, if it's a friend that you know, then name like three or five qualities about that friend. Those are the qualities that you have and the friend, like whatever you're facing in your dream, these are the qualities that you're facing in yourself. Yeah. And if there's a friend that you don't know, like say it's just like a buddy or yeah. whatever, these are the qualities in yourself that you are unaware of. So like when my, for example, with my dream, um, the guy I didn't know, the, the woman I didn't know, um, the qualities I was unaware of, the woman that was like super high walled and like, don't talk to me. It's like, I would consider myself a very open, happy person, but I do have very high walls mm -hmm. um, that I, I'm kind of unaware of this and I can be very frigid. Yeah. I think that's like a secret side of me that I don't really like let out. Mm -hmm. But so maybe like, so your friend, the girl who you killed the mom, what do you name three to five things you would say about her, her qualities? You know, it's weird. I would say jovial, but she also like can get depressed easily. 
Okay. So, but she has the best laugh I ever heard. Like, better than mine. <laughs> That's a horrible laugh. <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> um, she is do anything for her friends. Most loyal person I've ever known. And uh, just caring. You know, yeah. like, she's very, like, she'll do nothing. You know, and she won't like you won't talk to her for three years, but then you'll talk to her once and you're best friends immediately. Yeah. It's one of those people. So caring and loving. I mean, I would definitely describe that as you, but um, killing the mother, the creator, maybe the mother is the creator of the caring and the loving. Do you also, think that- her mom had recently died? Oh, OK. So before that had happened. So I think that also just had something to trigger. Yeah. But, you know, maybe I thought that, like, maybe her mom's death was my fault, even though there's no way it could have been. No. You know, but like, you know, or I don't know. I think it was it's you killing your creation of love within yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know how you wound up in jail, but maybe there was like some element to that. We had gotten arrested together. The okay. two of us. Yeah. And so like there was that. That's I mean, I know that's why we were teamed up in the dream. (laughs) You know, we also got arrested with another friend, but he wasn't in that. dream. Yeah. Do you think that maybe you going to jail that maybe like tainted some kind of goodness, whatever you thought of goodness in you? I mean, people can still be good and be in jail, of course. Of course. I went because I didn't go to court. Yeah. I missed a court date and I had to go to jail for nine days. But luckily it got shortened to four. Okay. Do you think that maybe it was like a... um, you felt like you were a bad person. No. No? I knew I wasn't. I knew I was getting fucked over by the government. Yeah. I was furious about it. Okay. You know, I was depressed for sure. I didn't leave my bed for the first two days but uh, or shower or anything. But um, I was furious with the government, you know, because why am I in jail? Why did I almost lose my job? Uh, why did I lose my other job? for selling something that makes people peaceful. Yeah. You know, like it's yeah. so it's like why, you know, like it was I was fucking furious. You know, so I, I don't know if I was I didn't feel guilty for no. my crimes at, at any point because I stand behind my crimes. If I did my crimes today, I'd be legally driving a Cadillac. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's so it's just you know, they you know, it wasn't I wasn't like beating people up and stealing. No. You know, I was just selling grass to my friends. So I was really mad about it. Yeah. And so, and then I'm going to this drug court, you know, I'm going to group therapy once a week. I'm doing two piss tests a week. I'm going to court twice a month and I'm supposed to be going to personal therapy once a week, but that was the therapist who told me I don't need therapy. And all the while you're like working jobs. I have three jobs. Yeah, I have three jobs at this time. And so like and I don't get a choice on when I take my piss test. So if I have to work that day, I have to explain to my work. I have to go up to my boss and be like, I have to leave for 40 minutes so I can go do a piss test because I'm a criminal. And it's just like and it's like, how are people ever supposed to get ahead in life? Yeah, it is so fucked up, you know, but uh, you know, so I, I was I was furious about it. Um, can I tell you one more dream? I'd of like course. to hear. I don't think I've ever told you this dream. Please. This happened. This is another uh, college dream. Um, there was a. Uh, it's, this is one of those dreams. Also, a lot of my nightmares. A lot of people say this doesn't happen to them, but I'll have it, and then the next night it'll continue. Oh. Or I'll wake up, 
and I'll like shake it off and then I'll go back to sleep and it'll just pick up right where it left Keeps off. Keeps going. That's your body really telling you something. And so I like, that's like, and that's, everyone tells me that's not supposed to happen, but it totally happens to me all the fucking time. <laughs> and so, but this was one that was like a couple going a couple days and there was like a serial killer on campus, uh, killing girls. Oh my God. And no one knew what to do. No one knew who it was. It could have been anybody. And so we decide, me and Henry decide in my dream, that we're going to set a trap. So is there really a serial killer on campus in real life? No. Or is it all dream? It's okay. all dream. All dream. Okay. But there actually was like, uh, a, I mean, this is also like the campus where Ted Bundy killed people. Mm -hmm. but and, and also there was a serial rapist who was stopped by my friend, which was amazing. Uh, he, really? Yeah, he climbed in her window and she beat him with a telephone. Fuck and, yeah, and, bitch! Yeah, yeah, and then caught and they caught his ass and all. Beat that his stuff. ass up. No, she fucked his. Give ass him a up. couple extra hits just to fuck him. No, yeah, no, and they they caught him later that night because she called the cops and and they fucking found his ass. <laughs> Great job. Yeah, and it was just some fucking frat boy in a hoodie, you know, of course. But anyway, so we're having this like dream. I'm having this dream that all right, so we're gonna set up a trap. You know, I call up my friend and I'm like, will you look drunk, defenseless outside the house? You know, so the serial killer comes and when the serial killer comes, because the cops ain't doing shit, we're going to catch him. We're going to kill him. And so and she's like, sure. And then all right, so then it just turns into like a fucking slasher flick. And, you know, then the girl goes missing and I can't find her. And and then I come back in the apartment and I see her dead on the ground and I'm like, holy fuck. And then I see Henry sitting up against the, um, the, the sliding glass door. And then in my mind, I'm like, Oh my God, Henry's the fucking killer. And then I was like, Henry, what'd you do? And then he, he just falls down face first and his spine had been ripped out of his body. Oh my God. And so he was just like fucking bleeding everywhere. Henry. And like dead. I know it was like, it fucking destroyed me. Have you told him this? I think I told him like when we were at college and we were drugs and laughed about it, but I haven't <laughs> talked to him, but it's still like a haunting image that yeah. lives in my brain yeah. because you know, I love him so much and I don't ever want to see any pain come to him. <laughs> but then I find out that the murderer, I look on the other side of the glass and it's like one of those situations where, you know, there's like light where they are so you can see where they are, but they can't see where you are on the other side of the glass. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And it was one of those situations and I saw that it was him and it was uh, my buddy Valinsky. Uh, and then I'm like, oh my God, Valinsky's the murderer. And he's like my nicest friend, you know, like the kindest, sweetest boy you've ever met. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, oh my God, Valinsky's the murderer. I don't know what to do. I have to kill him. So I picked up a bust of JFK and I fucking bashed his brains in. Wow. In my dream. And then I woke up. And it's just like, I hate it. I like, I hate that. I hate that that thought, those thoughts are in my brain forever. Wow. You know, and it's just like, and it's like, I don't even know what it means. I think it's just honestly, half of the time, I believe that my nightmares are a product of meat or me like fucking with myself for some reason. Maybe. Well, you said Valinsky is like the kindest guy ever. Yeah. And at that time, you were living in Florida, he right? He does have like the frat boy haircut, though. <laughs> right. So do you think that was maybe like um, your brain saying at the time uh, kindness is a weakness? I don't think kindness is, but is, no. it, is that your brain? I mean... Is that your brain saying um, at the time, at that time in your life, 
was it was your brain saying like if you are kind that's uh that's a bad thing i think maybe because you were also raised as a football guy and very violent and this is yes. the first time you were out of that and doing theater so you were like i'm like six years five years out of football at this five point. years out of football okay so yeah. you're like doing theater you're like being you know kind and like weird mm-hmm. like a weird kid is that your brain sort of rebelling yeah i never analyzed it till right this moment here's what i think it is okay um i think it is because Valinsky's my old high school friends and henry is my new creative friends and this is towards the end of college oh. and we're about to move to new york together i think it's telling me to leave Florida behind and start caring about these people and yeah. moving on into and, and moving into the future and, you know, trying to like sticking up for these friends. Not that I'm not friends with Valinsky. Because you so. wanted to go kill Valinsky after it. Yes. You're like, I got to go kill him I gotta, because he did this. Yes. So I think that was my brain telling me to change courses in my life. In the worst possible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why they're nightmares. You wake up. Yeah. Your nightmares are a reason. Sometimes I'll have a dream. Then I'm like, I had a great dream. It's like, everybody mm-hmm. killed each other. But it's like, fine. The reason it's a nightmare is because your body is shaking. Yeah. Because this is your body saying, this is important. Oh, God. I, I thought we were going to have fun today. It's so heavy. <laughs> Can I end with something uh, just like kind of fun? I yes. thought it'd be cool if... I gave the people, I don't know how many of these you've seen, but I figured it'd be cool if I gave the people my definitive ranking of the Nightmare on Elm Street films. Let's go for it. Okay. And that's where it, uh, Freddy Krueger was a pedophile and he was burned, right? Yes, he was burned by the, by the he was he was a pedophile and not just a pedophile, a child murdering pedophile. Which is crazy because like, you don't really, really see that in a lot of the movies. You're like, yeah. Freddy's fun. I'm not even sure... If he was a pedophile. He, oh, he might have just got blamed for I it. I think he was just a child murderer. But I don't know for sure. <laughs> I couldn't imagine Freddy getting hard. No, I can't imagine his like burned off dick. I think I picture his dick as like, you know what a nose. Well, when he was a child murderer, he wasn't burned up yet. I know, but you you know, I still picture it like that. Like, you yeah. know whatever a nose has no cartilage or like a like a skeleton and it's got that little heart that's yeah. like that's like Freddy's dick. Yeah, I like that. Just a big empty spot. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I remember from um, the Freddy movies, what's the one where they're on an airplane and they're in a nightmare and mm-hmm. this this guy's like, I got to jump out and Freddy will protect me because I'm his child. And he jumps out and then Freddy's like, no, you're not my child. My child's a girl. And then he kills him on the way down. Dream child, number five. Okay. Not very good. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us your rankings. All right. Here's the rankings. Out of number nine. There's been nine uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Mm-hmm. Number nine, Nightmare on Elm Street, the remake from 2010. Go fuck yourself. There's no Freddy but Robert England. What are we even doing here? There was a different Freddy? Yeah, they tried to pull a new Freddy and did a remake of the Freddy. Was he hot? It was one of the dudes from Watchmen. I don't know. No. I feel like his career has been over ever since just because, like, it's like, why are you doing this? Why are we remaking anything? Make new things. Just make or make another sequel. There's already been eight. Just make another sequel. If Freddy's burned, it can still be the guy. Yeah, so he's still alive. Yeah. Yeah. He's it's not like a hot Freddy. Put him in that burn makeup. All right. Number eight, Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child, 1989. <laughs> Movie sucked. 
I even saw it was this was the first Freddy I saw in the theater at eight years old. And like Freddy's on a skateboard at one point and he's yeah. like, you know, and all this stupid shit. Yeah, it's wacky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I was, you know, even as like an eight year old, I was like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> you know, so. That's a bad movie when kids hate it. I double dipped. I saw Young Einstein. And then uh, do you remember that movie with yeah. Yahoo Serious? Yeah. And uh, and then we went and saw uh, Diamond L Street 5, The Dream Child. My dad let me see whatever I wanted. Uh, but that movie was awful. And I watched it again. Uh, I probably seen that movie eight times in my life. And it's been horrible every single time um all right i will say this just so you know the rest of these i like they're just this is the ranking you know like so it's like whether you agree with me or not i do actually like this movie all right so wes craven's new nightmare is number seven that's a good one that's a great one when freddie is like when it's all the actors looking back and the freddie's real and he starts attacking the actors who are in the movie fucking rocks. I like that. Um, all right, number six, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. Not the greatest, but the pool party scene, rock and roll. Yes, and it's always hard to do the next movie after a hit. Yeah. The third's the easiest to do. You know what? I, in retrospect, I actually like this movie more than I did uh, I used this used to be my least favorite sequel, but now when I went when I go back and watch it and I realize it's like just an allegory for being gay, it's fucking it's way cooler and more interesting. All right. Um all right, Freddy's dead. Number five, the final nightmare. This was the three D one that came out in nineteen ninety one. And, I like that one. Uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. Roseanne and Tom Arnold, they yeah. had that cameo. Johnny Depp had a cameo. And he was like, hey, Spence. Spence was Breck and Meyer. Uh, they were like, uh, who sat next to me at a wedding? That was very fun. Uh, <laughs> it was just like, I remember he's like, hey, Spence, let's trip out. And then Inagata DeVita plays. And then I was like, holy shit, what's this trippy ass song? And then I learned about Inagata DeVita. And I was like, holy shit. I can't wait to waste 20 minutes of my life for a hundred million times. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. Number four. All right. Freddy versus Jason rocks. That's good. That yes. Freddy versus Jason and Godzilla versus Kong. Just we, saw that last night. I saw it today. You saw it today. So much fun. It's so a lot of fun. Did you go fun. to the movies? I did. How great. I went to AMC. It was like a minimum capacity. Yeah. Great. I went to the movies yesterday and saw it, and man, did it feel good to go to the fucking movies. movies. I wore my mask, I was careful, and it was great. Yes, it was. The oh, chair man. leaned back. I like the AMC theaters. If you oh, the go AMC to the, theaters are great. Yeah, the chair goes back. If you get a matinee, you get mm-hmm. a discount. It's fine. Man, I love that movie. I thought it was fun. <laughs> I love a good monkey movie. I love a good monkey movie. Oh, when he had the axe? When he, when the monkey picked up the axe, I thought of you, Ed. Thank you. I was like, I bet Ed would like this movie. I definitely screamed. He's like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and he had his throne. He's monkey scratching his ass. The whole movie's great. It's great. Um, All right, number three. We're getting down to it. Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master, 1988. That movie's fucking cool. It's one of the better endings. And, like, Freddy has, like, the... um the Scrooged faces uh, like in his body where he opens up he lifts up his sweater oh, and like, like the bodies are trying and the faces are trying to come out I remember that yeah Yafet Cohen's in it and fucking uh, and it starts off with the dog fucking squirting fire out of its cock yes yeah I love that movie I love practical effects shout out to all the practical effects people listening to the show you guys are heroes and that's also what makes Freddy so cool is like it's all practical effects yeah you know his long arms 
him coming through the sheets and the walls. Still holds up. It's really cool. Uh, Number two, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors, 1987, the one that takes place in Insane Asylum. Oh, that's scary. That's the last scary one. Yeah. Yeah, because the first three, like, they tried to be scary. After that, it, like, became comedies. Yeah. You know, but, like, which is fine. I love Funny Freddy, you know, but, uh, you know, they. I will say uh, uh, The Dream Warriors, number two, unbelievable film. Got to check it out. It's Freddy Krueger in the same asylum. I don't know what else you want. Wow. He puts a bitch's head through a television. I'm sorry I called her a bitch, but Freddy called her a bitch. That's true. (laughs) Freddy Krueger is like Bill Cosby in reverse. You know what I mean? Because we all love Bill Cosby and all that shit came out about him. We're like, fuck Bill Cosby. But, you know, Freddy Krueger was just like, fuck Freddy Krueger. And then he got campy. Yeah. And he's got, they all got bad sweaters. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, number one is the first one because it's unbelievable it's film. It's the best. And it can't be beat. It really should have been nominated for Best Picture. It is a truly terrifying film. I don't care how old you are. Watch it now. The effects are so scary. That first kill, the fucking boyfriend uh, or like uh, the no, it's the girl and the boy. The boy, the boyfriend gets accused of killing, of killing her, and she's just like, she's on the ceiling getting her fucking guts ripped out yes. and shit. It's fucking terrifying. You can't go to sleep. Yeah, but you gotta go to sleep or else you go crazy. John Saxon, the cop, he's great. I loved him. Ooh, he's really good. He ended up getting killed from a. Uh, I think he died in Freddy Two actually. Well, when they, when they threw him against a. Uh, he got killed by a whatchamacallit? How does that a Cadillac fin? Oh uh, yeah, 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 the little pointy thing at the end of a Cadillac. He got thrown against that and he got killed that way. There you go. Ah, uh, you know, I love my Freddies. I love your Freddies too. <laughs> you know, speaking of like never sleeping, there's all these like people that went to nicer colleges than I did, mm-hmm. and they're like, sometimes I wouldn't go to sleep for many days to study. And I'm like, babe, just go take those classes at a community college and then transfer those credits over. Yeah. Do that. What are you doing? Why are you killing yourself here? Also, we all get fucking C's, get degrees, baby. Yeah, what are we talking about? Just get that degree. Who gives a shit? I, I still maintain my scholarship. I just took all my classes I couldn't handle at a community college, pass them over. Why are you killing yourself? It makes no sense. No sense. You know what I did? Didn't graduate. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. This has been The Brighter Side. Um, check out Amber and Natalie Jean's new show, Someplace Underneath. It's crushing it. Yeah. I, hear, I've been, I got a good report back from Henry. He's loving it. Yeah, he said the numbers are great, and y'all fucking killing it. We have a fun time. Natalie is a dream goddess. Yes. And, um, She's workhorse. Yeah. Fucking, and it's a great show. And uh, you have to check it out. Someplace underneath, it's exclusively on Spotify, a part of the LPN network. Uh, next Brighter Side Live, the show comes out on Friday. It is on Tuesday, April 13th, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that's the second Tuesday of every month. You can check us out on the LPN Twitch channel. Uh, you bring your gripes and grumbles, and we will tell you why. Those things are fine. Um, <laughs> on Twitter, you can check us out at Brighter Side LPN, at Amber Smelson, at Eddie Tunes underscore, at Last Podcast Network, Instagram, The Brighter Side LPN, Amber Smelson, Eddie Tunes, Last Podcast Network, How America Killed My Mother coming out. Uh, it is out. Uh, uh, you can go to HowAmericaKilledMyMother.com. Also, we're going to be showing it in some theaters. We're gonna. Uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna. We're gonna do a Mother's Day showing with a talk back out here in L.A. Oh, 
uh, or it's going to be Mother's Day week. Um, I haven't gotten the details. As soon as I lock down the details, I will give them to you, but it is happening. We're going to do a Mother's Day online special. Ooh. We're going to drop the price for Mother's Day so you can watch it with your moms. You can watch it to remember your mom. You could watch it to think of your mom and call her afterwards, or you could buy it for someone, whatever, however you want to do it. Um, and you can check us out on Twitter at How America Kills. Uh, and uh, Amber's cooking show every week is on Instagram and YouTube. Check that out. And she also has her Patreon going on. Oh, the Patreon is just a way to support me continuing doing wonderful art and also hell. Sometimes I'm just like meal prepping and I'll turn the camera on and talk to you personally. I love that. And every Friday you can hang out with Amber on her porch and have a drink with her. It's called Amber on the Rocks. Classy night in. Uh, is every other Wednesday on the LPN Twitch channel, 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Check the LPN Twitch calendar for when the next one's going to be. Uh, the Eddie Dudes two-hour radio hour. Y'all have been hitting me up. I've been sending it out. I've been getting great reviews. Uh, thank you so much for everyone listening to it. Um, the next episode is coming out really soon. Um, it probably will come out before this episode comes out. So hit me up and I will send those to you. It's my Google Drive radio show. Enjoy that. Follow me on Stereo um, at Eddie Tunes. Sicker giveaway. We got a whole shit ton of uh, self-addressed envelopes in the mail today. So those will go out tomorrow. Uh, if you want to send us any mail here at the Brighter Side, you can send it to the Brighter Side, care of LPN, P.O. Box 470, North Hollywood, California, 91603, and you will get your sticker. Uh, this show is free as Spotify and part of the Last Podcast Network. Thank you, Fernando and Rob, for all the good work that you do. This week, I want to give a shout out to two people I care about, one of them being DMX and the other one being Freddy Krueger. <laughs> shout out to dmx man we fucking love you um here's to better times ahead i hope everything works out um and uh i love dmx he fucking brought me and my friends together in high school and uh it's crazy you know that like someone so you know cruel in their lyrics also could just write such incredible hip-hop songs in the 90s about depression oh yeah and shit like that you know he grows orchids yeah he's unbelievable he's a fucking dog whisperer he's an unbelievable dude uh i really hope that the best happens for dmx so i want to hear x is coming for you with the freddy krueger opening and then uh dmx because he is coming for you and uh (laughs) (laughs) freddy krueger or dmx i don't know also one thing i liked i used to love to do back in the day when my friends would listen to dmx and they had these like crazy like loud speaker systems in their car and i'd be in the back seat i used to like to see how many what's and barks i could do without them noticing because literally in any dmx song you go what you get any song it just fits in all right guys i love you this has been the brighter side peace Responsible for the murders in the park When I bark, they hear the boom But you see the spark And I see the part of your head Which used to be your face Be replaced by nothing But bluffing What a waste Niggas wanna see me taste My own medicine Picture that You know some old second grade shit I'ma get you back Retaliate Cause it hate you to think I took a loss When all I did was shook it off Yeah you heard me Shook it off Man if we was up north Niggas would've been fucked But then we in the streets Niggas should've been stuck 
plucked you like a chicken with your head cut off. They find you with your back open and your legs cut off. And it's for your man, would you ever in your motherfucking life know when I got a gun? Come at me with a knife, alright? And forgetting you ever saw me is the best thing to do. Don't give a fuck about your family, they'll be resting with you. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.